gotta have your mind right because uh, that's where it all starts between yeah. your ears when the morning i think your morning routine is really important like what do you do when you wake up for you um it might be gratitude journaling or it might be meditation but i think starting your day off right is is great try to take a first step whatever it may be like you're doing like i'm doing like we talked about your journey my journey don't be afraid to do the thing you want to do if you want to start a podcast do it like <laughs> especially if you're young like dude just do it who cares if you mess up like it don't matter like it didn't cost you much to start the podcast you got your mic you got the setup and you're good to go like don't be That's afraid it. to take a risk like for sure you you can just learn a lot about yourself you'll get uncomfortable and it'll pay off Go out there and get get after it, as Goggins would say, right? Get after it. We all have time. It's what do we choose to do with our time? Welcome to the dumbest guy in the room. I'm your host, Bill McDale. Uh, Today, I bring a guest on um, that I probably haven't seen since about high school, um, probably due to the fact that. uh, I chose to dedicate my life to uh, alcohol and drugs, and uh, the guest I have on today decided to dedicate his life to uh, health and fitness. Um, so today I bring you uh, Pat Bryan. Um, how you doing, Pat? Good, man. I'm excited to be here. Uh, I'm happy to see you doing well, honestly. I'm sure. doing as, as good as I can, I guess, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. What are we yeah. doing today? So, uh Tell me, dude, like, you know, growing up, man, like a lot of the people that we grew up with, including myself, went down a, a very unhealthy path. Um, mm. And that's mental. A lot of it is, is mental. Um, but what motivated you and what got you to kind of uh, divert from that path at kind of a young age? Um, yeah, I mean, my dad was definitely hard growing up. That's a lot of it. My dad was strict. He made sure we went down the right path. My brother was kind of a good example for me because he, he went down a little bit of the wrong path. He's doing great nowadays. So, which, which is awesome. Um, and I kind of got to see him make some mistakes. So being the youngest in the family definitely helped a little bit. Uh, but eventually I think, you know, when I got to high school and I got into sports and was playing baseball, basketball, football, uh, that was kind of the things that kept me out of trouble. And then fitness kind of went along with that. Um, especially when I stopped playing sports, uh, in like college, when I got to college and I was like, now what, now what, now what do I do? I had to kind of fill that gap. So health and fitness was kind of, was my way, my way to go. I, I feel like. All right. But when it, when it comes to fitness, I know like, like I played sports dude. And again, it wasn't a, I guess I didn't love it enough. Um, whatever it may be. I guess I, I love the look of, I guess, being cool more than I did uh, what I actually truly like to do. Yeah. Um, sure. So when it comes to like after sports and, and getting into fitness, like, if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong, but you got into bodybuilding first, right? Yeah. Like, was that your? Yeah. Yeah. So when, like, yeah, down that path and what you're asking about is definitely more, and you kind of, you kind of mentioned earlier, like was a mental thing uh, for me. So growing up uh, in high school, um, I had bad loads, like really low self-esteem um, stemmed from a couple of things, but um Honestly, like, and, and kids go through this all the time, but my face had I real bit acne, like, growing up in, like, high school back in the day. Um, and I was never the kid to be, like, walking around his head up. I was never confident. I was never proud. Um, 
honestly, I was very unhappy, like back in high school, I was really unhappy kid. Um, and honestly, when I started working out, like when I got into bodybuilding, um, when I started seeing results and it wasn't really a, in the beginning, it wasn't about me seeing results. It was other people seeing results in me and being like, yo, you look good. Um, that was the biggest thing for me. Like I never had someone tell me that like in the beginning. So I was like, wow, like this is really addicting. Like I feel way more confident than I ever felt before. Um, and mentally it was kind of like, again, it kind of addicting to be like, okay, let's see if I can keep this going uh, for sure. So progression, it sounds like progression was like your thing. You kind of took to it and uh, just wanted to see how far you can get with, with fitness. Yeah, for um, sure. And I, dude, honestly, I think that's uh, should be like everybody's goal, like from a universal standpoint is to progress in something that you do and, and love doing. Yeah, for um, sure. I feel for like sure. it's really hard to find and it's really hard to do. Yeah. Um, so especially when it comes to lifting and eating and, mm. and all of that, man, like it's really difficult to be consistent and dedicate yourself to it. Because like you said, the results, you don't wake up and see that. No, like no, it, no. it's like you have to do this today. And then if you do it consistently today and then do it consistently today and follow that path and you know, whatever, six months or three months, and you'll be able to kind of better tell me uh, the time frame there, but it takes time to actually see that result. Yeah, um, for sure. It's a, it's a game of patience. Um, and unfortunately we're not patient. Human beings aren't patient. We always look for instant gratification, right? So it's like, we want the quick fix. And obviously there's a billion dollar supplement industry out there. That's all about it. You know, like every supplement company out there likes to promote and a lot of workouts promote and everybody wants to lose 30 pounds in 30 days and do this and that, but no one really wants to, you know, think about the long-term, um, the long-term get the end game and the, the long-term and the, the journey. Cause that's really where all the magic happens is inside that journey. Right. I hundred uh, percent agree, man. I think we all want the finish line, but we don't feel like running. Right. You know, right. so we'll try to always take those easy routes to uh, kind of avoid that journey. And the yeah, next thing sure. you know, you're at the finish line. And unfortunately everybody's finish line, we all get there. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm done rushing. And that's why yeah. I'm really excited to talk to you, man, because, uh, I've been doing uh, a lot of research on, on health and, uh, and fitness. And uh, unfortunately today, the internet, man, there's so much access to information to where yeah. like, it don't matter what I Google. Like I, if I Google something too specific, I'm going to get the answer I'm, I want and not necessarily the truth. Right. Yeah. yeah, so, no, For sure. For sure. Definitely. And, and I feel like, especially, I mean, it's kind of like anything, like, and especially with fitness too, because I spent a lot of time researching and, following Instagram accounts, podcasts, we're all fitness. There's a lot of people and a lot of research that shows one thing and it shows the other. So like, I don't know, for example, like a specific diet, you can talk about, there's so many different diets out there, but like Cheeto diet, like there's a big following and there's research out there that to be like, Hey, this is the best diet ever. And then there's people out there like, no, it's not really the best diet. So yeah, that's, kind of can be confusing for a lot of people it's like you know what to follow and what's right and what's not right uh, and there's a lot of people out there that are again have done research and the crazy thing about research is it can kind of be skewed one way or the other way so it's like what what is what is correct exactly <laughs> man you're, you're 100 you're 100 and that's where i'm kind of like that's where I, why i'm so excited to talk to you yeah. because there's people in this world man that they they talk they they, they talk and they talk and they talk and they 
give these uh, motivational things, but they're not doing right. So like watching you grow, man, like I knew you at a, at a young age and you were, yeah. you were a really quiet kind of kept right. to yourself kind of guy. Yeah, for sure. And uh, you were smaller, you know, you yeah. were a skinny dude. Yep. And yep. today that's not who you are. Like, and yeah. You know, I mean, I don't, I, I know your avatar, you know, I don't really know you. I know your Facebook person that, that you created, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. but uh, that's the point of this, man. I like these long form conversations because now I can get to kind of know you. I can get to yeah. a feeling for, um, uh, you know, how you got to where you're at. Yeah, yeah, so, for sure. Um, now you're kinda, coaching, I'll, right? Yeah. So I'll, I'll lead you down the kind of the fitness journey for myself and then we can talk from there. So uh, again, sports kind of led me to fitness, mental health, I think where it's definitely where it started. But also, I never got to the point of, uh, I don't don't want to say like bad alcohol or bad drug behavior, but in college, man, like I started getting in fights all the time, um, just drinking. Um, And at one point I got arrested and I was just like, what am I doing? Like, why do I keep doing this? Um, It's kind of just the norm. And at some point, for some reason, it clicked on me like, why just keep doing the normal, like normal thing that everybody's doing go out on Saturday, Sunday, Friday, get drunk, go try to hook up with girls. Like for what? I, I don't know what it's for. So, um, yeah, getting into fitness and then, you know, meeting kind of like a mentor of mine at a young age was a bodybuilder. I met, um, that was a specimen in the gym and he was just nice enough to teach me some things and kind of teach me a little about bodybuilding. Um, so in college I started to lift, I started to put on muscle and then, he started to teach me about bodybuilding and that was kind of where fitness kind of pulled me first was like bodybuilding, build muscle, build muscle, build muscle, go compete in shows. Um, and that became addicting for sure. It was like, Hey, I, I did pretty good on my first show. Now I want to do better. I placed third place. Now I'll play second. Now I'll place first. Um, and then it went from like competing in this division, which is a little bit easier. Let's try to go compete in the other division, which is a little bit harder. Um, so I did, competitive bodybuilding for about five years. Um, and that was really where it all started. Um, and then my job came from that too. I went to college for math and statistics. I have a degree in actuarial science, which means like you assess risk, you work for insurance companies. Uh, to this day, I've never used that degree. So I graduated with my undergrad um, in actuarial science, but I was enjoying fitness so much. Uh, I was really sucked into it. I saw what it did for my life. Um, I just want to help other people feel that way. Um, so after college timing was perfect for this job. Timing was perfect because I went to this place called Orange Theory eight and a half years ago, and I still work there today. Um, and at the time, uh, it was a 21st, uh, studio in America. So 21st Orange Theory ever. Now today there's about 1500 open worldwide. Um, so I got into the orange theory at a very, very young age. And my goal there was simple. My goal was go personal train for a little bit, try to follow through with your undergrad degree and take the exams you need to take. Uh, but while you do that, why not make some money? We got car payments and stuff. So, um, you know, go make some money and personal train people. You kind of seem like, you know, I kind of thought I knew what I was doing and um, I loved health and fitness. So why not go do it? Um, and again, I just got started there, started coaching um, just a little bit and working behind the desk and just get my foot in the door. Uh, but again, it was like supposed to be a part-time thing. Um, and the good thing about getting in an orange theory at such a young age when there was only 21 studios is that there was this huge picture um, and a lot of opportunity to grow. And I was very fortunate to be able to grow 
because I got into the company so early. So um, I was able to definitely make a career out of it. And that's kind of what I'm doing today. Like you said, I'm, I'm coaching. Um, and I've been coaching now, again, for about eight and a half years. Uh, but I've also been able to, to build up in the management structure. So there's different positions within Orange Theory. Uh, I went from being like a, ho- a coach to like a head coach uh, to managing and overlooking a studio. Um, and now when I'm, I'm called a regional trainer. So basically my job is to recruit a lot of coaches, uh, educate coaches, um, and really develop coaches. So kind of like my expertise right now is in really developing coaches and uh, it's a rewarding job. It's cool. I get to, I get to find a lot of people like myself at a young age that just wanted to get into fitness out of a passion for helping people uh, and get to really just teach them how to do it. So it's pretty cool. That's amazing, dude. It really is. And let me just, uh, orange theory is orange theory franchised. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's a franchise. So where in your development were you like, I want to work for Orange Theory. So I'm assuming you work for corporate, right? Like, No, so um, I'll explain that too because uh, it can definitely get confusing. Um, first of all, the opportunity, and again, it's kind of crazy how it worked out. At the time back then, I, I was working out at Retro Fitness, which is a big box gym. Um, and the guy there was like, hey, go get certified. I'll get you a job right, right away. And then when I went to him, he was like, I got certified. I was like, I don't have a job for you, but go look at this place called Orange Theory. And I was like, I don't know what the hell it is, but I'm going to go check it out. Um, so I did. Uh, but with Orange Theory, they're based out of Florida, starting Fort Lauderdale about 11 years ago. Um, and again, yes, it's a franchise. The people I work for um, is like a group. So it's kind of a group inside of the Orange Theory group. They own 64 Orange Theories. Got it. Okay. Um, right. So we have our own kind of infrastructure. Uh, inside of Orange Theory, uh, and I'm able to be a regional trainer for that specific group. Understood. Uh, yeah, but it's cool. I do I do get to network because I've been with Orange Theory for so long. I know a lot of people at corporate, and we, we do network a lot, bounce ideas off each other, uh, which is cool. I have a lot of connections at corporate, which is really fun to just be a part of a bigger picture. Yeah, man, that that's that's awesome, dude. I love hearing like success stories like that. And see what you just explained is like the people that have been closest to you, you know, since then, this is things that they can see, right? Mm, So what about the things that they don't see? Because I'll tell you this, man, even though fitness and things is not, um, you know, I never got into that, but like I got into even just doing this podcast, like people Mm. today uh, will make fun of me and they'll say things about this, right? They'll criticize me negatively because it's different. It's not normal. Yeah. You got into bodybuilding. Yeah. Like I don't. And I can't even specific, like uh, my boy Shriver, he got yeah, into yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And I remember like making fun of him. Like, right. yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. this dude, look at this dude. And as I'm right. drinking a Budweiser at the bar yeah. school, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how did yeah, you yeah. overcome that at yeah. such a young age, dude? Because yeah. that's yeah. not easy to just do it when no, everybody's no, no, sure, making man. fun of you. Yeah, no, and that you're, you nailed it. I mean, I pretty much. I tell people like most people start drinking at 21. I stopped drinking at 21 because you know where we grew up, dude. We started drinking 14 years old. Like I know, dude. Eighth, eighth grade, and that's why I tell people I'm like I did enough of it. Like I did enough of it. Like for sure. Like growing up, um, and I didn't stop drinking completely. Um, I still to this day don't like, like I drink a little bit um, social. I guess you can call it. Um, but yeah, I mean it was tough uh, because I really got into this whole thing my senior year of college. And my freshman, sophomore, and junior year of college, again, I was like, that's that typical college guy. I was drinking. I had a 
great group of friends that we would hang out with and have a great time every weekend. Um, and then senior year, they would hit me up and be like, yeah, you're coming out and be like, nah, I'm all right. I'm just going to go work tonight or, or just chill in tonight. I had a girlfriend at the time, like, hey, I'm just going to hang with her. Um, and eventually they just stopped talking to me. Right. So you, you, I lost a lot of friends um, in college specifically uh, because of that. And my friends from the neighborhood who like I still talk to this day, I'm, I'm great, very grateful for them. But a lot of the guys from Shelfon um, in the neighborhood, they were kind of the same way. But they started because I think we were really close, but they started to kind of accept it. Uh, but again, they still wouldn't hit me up to like go out because that's what they did. And that's normal. Like they wanted to go out to the bars and hang out and, and whatnot. And, and that was cool. Uh, but it got very, very lonely. Um, I think like having a girlfriend definitely helped. Um, but always able to tell myself like it's going to pay off the hard work again from competing itself was paying off. I knew I was going to get better at shows and win shows. Um, and my work ethic, like it's something I just noticed about myself, like my work ethic as I've gotten to help and fitness became better. Um, my discipline outside of just like bodybuilding at all became better. I became a happier person. And I saw those things and recognized those things and said, these things outweigh doing the normal things that a 21 year old could. So it, it got that for sure. It got lonely. Um, bodybuilding itself. That's why I stopped doing it. Uh, for me, it was just uh, one. I think it did take a huge social like toll on my life at the point where I was like, I'm not really, I, I love it. And I'll never say like, I, I regret doing that. Cause again, it helped me so much to become the person I am today. But after like five years, it was like, all right, well, I want to kind of have a little fun uh, and just go hang out with people more and, and definitely get back to my friends. Um, again, not saying like, I want to go and get wasted. Like that's not what I want to do, but um, it got to a point where I was like, all right, one, the social life is starting to take a little bit of toll on me. And two, if you know anything about competitive bodybuilding, you got to get to a point where either you're going to take drugs and go really, really hard and get really, really big and like make it to the next level to be a well-known person or you're not. And for me personally, I was like, dude, I'm not doing that. Sorry. <laughs> um, so I kind of tapped, maxed out. <laughs> dude, I, I got to give you credit, man, for all of that. Like none of that, what you just said, at like ending things, right? Like ending yeah. things like that is so difficult. And yeah. I'm a somebody that takes everything to the extreme. I always have, dude. Yeah. And, um, you know, my wife is the one that kind of my wife, when we had our first uh kid when I had Liam, dude, he is the one that grounded me and it was like, damn, what am I doing? Like I didn't have that moment yeah. until I had responsibility for someone else. Yeah. Like you saw it in yourself, dude, which I think yeah. is an amazing thing. And that that's inspiring to me, honestly. Yeah. Um so let me ask you this, man. So you got out of bodybuilding and you're, you know, you weighed, um, do I want to get big in this or can I kind of do something else? Cause there's going to yeah. be drugs I'm going to take. I'm going to have to alter right. the chemicals right. in my body. I'm going to have to yeah, do all right. of these other things. Yeah. So looking back at that, not really specifically bodybuilding, because I know not many bodybuilders are probably going to listen to this, but average people are going to be who listens to this podcast. Yeah, for sure. So when you talk to an average person and somebody's coming up like, dude, I, Pat, I need to get, healthy like wh where should i start mm -hmm. and is it more dieting exercising both um which one do you kind of point in the direction first yeah. because i think for me dude like when i started the reason i stopped working out is because i 
take things to the extreme and I set, yeah. I set the bar too high. So mm-hmm. I want progress, but mm-hmm. I set my bar too high. So I'm, what I've learned is if I set a low, a low bar, like mm-hmm. this is my goal, this, this, and I know right. if I accomplish this low one, then I can start kind of going up. Right. So yeah. if I start dieting yeah. and exercising and take it to the extreme immediately, I'm yeah. done the next week. That's right. That's, so that's like, right. So what do yeah, you know, you, you kind of nailed it. I mean, you kind of nailed it in yourself. So the big thing, and we just talked about this, is people gar- want guaranteed results. And they think for guaranteed results, they got to flick a switch and they have to go from nothing to all in. And that is the, the, the worst thing you can do because it's not going to work. Um, so, you know, I talk, we do, we do what's called transformation challenges, Orange Theory. It's basically an eight-week challenge. Uh, we offer a couple hundred dollars for winter and we see what people can do. And I always tell people, like, don't tell yourself because – there's like this concept there, like no carbs. Don't tell yourself that. Like, don't tell yourself no carbs, no drinking. When you are used to drinking, you're used to eating carbs all day long. And like, don't try to do that. It's not going to work. And it's not just about what I try to preach too. Doing it's like, don't think of it as an eight week challenge. Like, it's an eight week kind of kickstart. But you're think you need to think long term. Um, and you just honestly nailed it. You did what you want like this one, two, three. And that's what it needs to be is you have to have a, a big goal for sure. It needs to be something that like is going to be hard. You need to go up here, which is going to be hard. You know that you're going to struggle. It's not going to be a direct line, linear line to get there. It's going to be a lot of ups and downs, but that's the big goal. And to get there, you have to set those little stepping stones because those little stepping stones are going to get you there. So for me, it's like, you know, if, if you want to switch your diet, you know, if you want to switch your nutrition, like let's take one thing. Maybe it's you snack at night. Like, can we simply take the chips and the popcorn you're eating at night, every night before bed? And can we switch that to like a Greek yogurt? Something, I'm not going to take it away from you, but let's just try to experiment with that, right? So one thing, right? Because again, calories add up over time. People don't understand that. And then you wind up putting on a lot of weight. Um, but you just need to make small changes and, and they're, they're not easy by no means. Like mm-hmm. I say small changes, but small changes are really hard to make. They're not easy to make at all. Um, so it's just from there, having the willpower to know like, okay, I'm going to try to make this small change. And if I, if I fail, which nine out of 10 times you're going to fail, right? If I ha- ask you uh, eat a Greek yogurt instead of your chips, probably third day and fourth day, you're going to want to eat your chips and you're going to eat your chips. But saying after that, okay, that doesn't mean I quit. That means tomorrow I go back to eating my yogurt at night instead of eating my chips. Um, And it's just all about small steps, man. I I don't believe in all or nothing. I don't believe from going from one extreme to the next. I don't think it's going to work. And the big picture is you're not going to sustain it. Um, That's when it comes to nutrition wise. People ask me all the time, what's the best diet? The one that's going to work for you. It's going to be whatever you can sustain the longest. I love that answer, man. I love that answer. Today, we live in a world that's so generalized. It's like when you say keto, right? Like it's like they, they, they put this keto thing out there and they're like, this diet is the end all be all for everybody. And it's like, no, it's, it's not because that could really probably hurt somebody too. Like there's somebody out there that that diet could maybe kill. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, for sure. For people that are uh, deficient in certain like, uh, um, just vitamins and minerals. Um, yeah, it doesn't work for some people, some people, right. but again, other people work great for And somebody else who could save their, and save yeah. their, their life. Yeah. Um, but I love that you said like, it's what works for you. That means yeah. you do take into account that that person's an individual. Um, right. so I think that's, I think that's so important in today's world. Right. I mean, we, we, we are individuals. We, we, right. uh, 
we do have certain needs that only yeah. kind of we need, right? Um, so, when, but with that being said, like the first thing you brought up, so I'm just going to assume yeah, that maybe that's something that's really important is the snacking at night. So if somebody's really like trying to lose, would you say like that's a, a good start? Generally speaking, like you shouldn't snack at night or you should like, that's something that you could start doing just to make it a little bit yeah, better of a lifestyle. If, if it's it's going to be whatever the smallest change you can make in your life. Like, yeah, you might snack at night, but you also might eat at lunchtime thousand three thousand calories a meal like just cut your lunch mm-hmm. time let's start with that meal then and and go from there so i think everyone's a little specific but it's whatever change i think is gonna be the easiest for you to make start with that change um and then kind of go from there so it might be that snack time again the meal is snack time this is me kind of picking something out it might be at lunch you drink a coke every day and now you're gonna pick up a bottle of water um now when you're coaching right like yeah. you said that you're gonna fail when when you're like a student is uh or the person you're mentoring Mm. when they fail are you kind of trying then to um look for something smaller to change like do you think that that may may have been too big of a change and you're like hold on maybe we got to go a little uh less like what else are we doing what what did we miss in our last conversation it could it could be that again but it could be like again if they like for example i use like a free yogurt like if they made it three days I'm not going to focus on the failure. I'll say, yeah, okay, you did it, but I'm going to focus on, you know, you did three days, right? So go back to that. But again, if it's something where, yeah, if it's something that they didn't make it one day or two days at all, they really couldn't do it. Then yeah, we need to step back and reassess and uh, probably switch to something different. Uh, There's there's a million factors, like getting an extra half hour sleep that can make the world difference. Like there's so many things you could do, whether it's just taking a 10 minute walk a day, uh, and that's a big thing too. Like people think I need to get into this huge exercise routine. If you're doing nothing right now, just do something. That might mean like mo- a lot of people sit at a desk all day. Like, okay. Every two hours, get up, walk around the office, walking down the desk, do 10 squats, get your body moving and then keep doing your thing. But again, like something is better than nothing. And again, that's just what we're talking about now is people think like, all right, I'm not working out, but now I got to go to the gym five days a week. Like, mm-hmm. no, you don't. You just need to get started, right? It's like um, you can't run a marathon without taking the first step. Just got to take one step first and then start going. And so, how long did it take you to get this mindset? Like, when did, when did, was there like any time, like any part of your life? And I don't even want to say your career, man, because yeah. what I love right now about what you're doing is this is your life. You're not mm-hmm. doing, you're not, this isn't work for you. Like I can no, tell no, this is like, this yeah, is just cool. like part of your life, man. Yeah. Like you, yeah. you're just like, I can, yeah, again, I can tell that about yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, you again, not many, many people. people. Yeah. Not many people get to do it. Um, and that's probably me again, what one of the most like, I guess, blessed things about my life is like, I get to do that. It's, I get to do something I love. I'm passionate about. I actually care about it and I enjoy going to work like for sure. Um, and yeah, not man. many people, not many people get to do that. <laughs> for I sure. would, it's a very small percentage, dude. Yeah. Yeah. It's a yeah. very, very, very small percentage. Cause most people, in my opinion, are just they're They see someone here and they're, they either envy or they're <clears> jealous <throat> of that. And then they start aiming yeah. for what that person has, not knowing what that person has. Yeah. Right. They, you only can sure. see what you can see. You don't know what else that person's doing. So I think yeah. we set our aims a little, uh, wrong sometimes yeah yeah uh, but for like motivation wise i think just 
for for me and like I'm a I don't know if you ever you ever hear of David Goggins. Dude, I love David Goggins. Bro. Okay. So he talks all he just talks constantly about callousing your mind. And it's all and what that means is really simple is you just have to take it one victory at a time. And every time you make a small victory, like again, talking about that Greek yogurt thing, you made three victories. You did it three nights in a row. Every time you do that, your mind will get a little strong, a little bit stronger. Um, on top of that, I would say try to surround yourself with more positive, whether that like for me, it was like Goggins videos and, and motivation. I got real into motivational speeches and like stuff like that when I was bodybuilding because it helped me. So surrounding yourself with number one, I think positive people, people that support you, because again, like you and I talked about, a lot of people didn't support me. Mm -hmm. So trying to talk to those people more uh, when I first started fitness helped me out a lot. Um, and two, like find something there yeah, that's going to keep you moving, find a support system or some kind of motivation. Uh, but yeah, I was listening to YouTube videos and like Eric Thomas and David Goggins and uh, Les Brown. Like I would listen to those guys all the time um, and really, really just try to try to keep I, moving, try to keep again. Anytime I failed, just saying I got to pick myself up. I'm not going to quit. Whether, and a lot of it could have been my job. It could have been the fitness. It could have been, you know, my, at 22, I got kicked out of my house. Like, it, I could have just, again, said, oh, my God, this is the worst thing in my life. But because of fitness and because I learned from fitness that you can keep getting stronger, it just always told me you're, you're not going to quit, dude. You're a survivor. You're, you're not going to quit. You're going to get through this and just keep, keep fighting. So. You know what I think fitness does, like why it's important because fitness, you can, it's, it is you against you. Yeah. And not a lot of, uh, no one else is, no one else is going to help you. Exactly. Uh, there's like this Instagram, there's a big Instagram like thing going out now and it keeps saying like, Hey, no one's, no one cares. That's the sad. No one cares if you go work out or not. Nope. No one cares if you get healthy or not. The only person to do it is you. So that's it, like, man. No one's gonna hold your hand. I, I hate to break it to you. No one's gonna do it. You you gotta find it within yourself, and it's not easy to find within yourself. But something, some light switch somehow has to go off in you. Um, yeah, man. Gets you moving. A thousand percent, dude. And it, something I realized that I was doing that that was always holding me back is like I would blame the world for my uh, failures, but then take credit for every time I succeeded. Yeah, so it's like, was, which one do I want? Like, yep. do I want to take the credit and take the failures or do yep. I want, or do I have to give it all to the world? Like, do I yep. have to give my success to them too? Yeah. And I would have never progressed if I did that. Yeah, like I need, I just take it all on myself. And uh, to me, man, like I think I was talking about this with, uh, with Eddie uh, Carroll yeah. yesterday is selfishness and how I think selfishness has this negative connotation to it where I think like it could be a really positive thing if the selfishness is focused on bettering yourself so that you could be a better person for the community, for your family. But if I yeah. don't focus on me, man, like I, I wouldn't be here. Right work. Now, yeah, I'd be in a casket or I'd be in yeah. jail right now. Yeah. Like yeah. I need it to turn everything inward and be like, this is about me, yeah. but my intentions aren't out of us. My intentions aren't to manipulate you anymore. All right. Yeah. Like that's how, yeah. that's what I used to do. I was doing things yeah. selfishly to manipulate you to do something for me. Yeah. Now it's a selfish standpoint of like, I'm doing this and every, and it's weird, man. Cause like my wife's a stay at home mom, dude, I have, I have three kids now and 
when I'm, when I'm focused on the details of today, I'm going this way, dude. And then if I look to my left or right, there's my kids and my wife, like they're coming with me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's how I try to look at it. It's like, I need to focus on myself because if I don't, man, I I won't have what I have today. Yeah. Yeah, you um, you nailed it, and I totally forget the book it was, but I forget that that was a big change for me too, man. It was, and it's, it's just becoming self aware and and becoming yeah. self aware that, like you said, taking responsibility for your own actions. And whatever book or, or podcast it was I was listening to, the example is like when you're late for work. Like when we're late for work, we constantly blame traffic. We constantly blame the alarm went off. Like, no, you need to pre-think about all those things, and you need to leave earlier for work. You need to set two alarms if one's going to break. Like. You need to take responsibility for that. And for me, that was a huge step in my personal growth. Um, and it's something I really try to tell my employees all the time because I, I hear all that all the time, excuses for why they're late or, or you know, any kind of. Well, it's not an excuse, yeah. Pat, dude. There was traffic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not an excuse. It's not an excuse. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's the truth, man. You're not, you're not lying. Like, I remember from, like, my own perspective, like, I remember Waking up late, rushing, showering, getting in the car, hitting every red light yeah. in my mind. How am I going to justify this? What can yeah. I say? What can I say? I just did right. this last week. Right. I need a new excuse. <laughs> and you just really believe that these people believe you. And they're really yeah. looking at you like, all right, like, come on, <laughs> you know, grow up, grow up. Yeah, for sure, man. That's a big step in personal growth, though. For, I think for everyone, it's like becoming self-aware and being able to take the blame for the things that go wrong. But like you said, also, you get to take credit for the things things that go right too. you know, your hard work and your, and your dedication always for me, at least it pays off. It um, does, man. But, but yeah. let me ask you this, dude, because, uh, it, it seems like when I'm talking to you, like you're very happy right now talking about this and I can tell yeah. how passionate you are. Right. Yeah. But like, don't, do you think that because you put in all this work that you suffer like a lot more, like, don't you like for me, like I've, I try to suffer. Like if I'm not suffering, dude, like yeah. then I'm just dwelling in the past or worrying about the future. Yeah. And that's a different type of suffering. Yeah. Like me suffering in this moment yeah. means I'm progressing. Like that's the kind yeah. of the way I, I yeah, yeah. Look, no, you, need, you need to look for things that challenge you. You need to look for things that make you uncomfortable. Um, I'm big on exposure therapy, which basically means putting yourself in things you don't like to do. Like um, so exactly. No, I hated sure. like, this, dude. I was so scared. Yeah. I'm still scared. Every time I log in yeah. here, I start getting nervous, dude. But nah, dude, it's, and that's and that's normal. And that's how it's for group fitness too. Like, um, so when I was young in high school, if someone would have told me, "Hey, you're going to be talking to people, groups of people all day long, and motivating people," I'd been like. Fuck out of here, dude. Yeah, no I'm way, dude. <laughs> um, and when I first started group fitness, yeah, it's, it's public speaking. It's like you're nervous. You're nervous to get in front of people. You're going to mess up. Um, and again, just I was over, able to overcome that. Um, and for fitness, after bodybuilding, that was was my mentality. What things am I not good at that I'm going to try to go get good at? So after bodybuilding, the next thing I kind of took on was running. Um, I went from a bodybuilder just strictly lifting. Uh, my cardiovascular shape was okay. I think I, re- but one day my friends who run marathons uh, were just like, I bet you can't run like a 5k, which is like 3.1 miles in like 30 minutes. And when I went out there and I did it like just in about 30 minutes, but I realized how bad of a runner I was. I was good at lifting weights and I was good at posing, but a lot of my athletic ability is that again, we grew up playing sports. I was like, damn, I don't have it anymore. Like I can't run. Um, so for me, 
It was like the next week I signed up for a half marathon and I said, I'm doing it. And not only that, but I said, I'm going to set a goal, a really hard goal. I'm going to try to run real fast for 13 miles. Um, and I, again, I just kind of set little stepping stones throughout it, um, set a game plan for myself and was able to do it. I was able to run a half marathon really, really fast <laughs> at, at that point in my life. Um, so that, that was it. And then from there it was like, now what do I do? I, I, I kind of, did the running thing. Now what do I go to next? And it's funny because bodybuilding for five years, we always in the bodybuilding community and myself included would bash CrossFit. CrossFit was like CrossFit, like, Oh, don't go. They're losers. They're wannabes like whatever. Um, but that's called self-awareness brother. <laughs> but after, after running, it was like, I think I want to go try CrossFit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got into CrossFit and I said, wow, I suck at this. <laughs> I'm in really good shape. I'm pretty strong, but these other guys in there, these classes, like whoop my ass. They're way better than I am. Um, and then that was my kind of next thing was like getting to CrossFit, competing in CrossFit. Um, and then from there it was Olympic weightlifting, which I'm kind of like really passionate about now, which is just learning how to like clean and jerk and snatch those two lifts uh, specifically. So that's kind of my thing now is like, I have a goal that I want to hit with that and focus on that. But yeah, I've, I've, my goal has always been, like you said, like, what's going to get me uncomfortable? I did a period and I still do to this day of yoga. I don't know if you ever tried hot yoga. It is the hardest thing mentally for me. Um, and again, that's not really a physical challenge. It's more of a mental challenge uh, because at some point in that class, I'm like, get me the fuck out of here. This is the worst thing ever. But I know when I'm done, I'm like, oh, I did it. I got through it. <laughs> so, it, it, like, it feels good, man. I wish I could get more in, into yoga. Um, right now I, I don't do yoga. My wife goes to, yeah. I signed my, I got my wife a membership at the a yoga place, uh, nice. uh, right across the street actually. So, yeah. you know, she goes there early yeah. in the morning. Um, but for me right now, like the way that I deal with them, the mental thoughts is meditation. Yeah. yeah. So like and I, I sit alone, yeah, dude. You, good. you know, I sit alone with my thoughts and I just like, yeah. as soon as, and dude, it's so easy to be like, dude, stop doing this. Get up. Like, get up. Like, but I think it's so important to it is uh, to do that. And I actually meditate like in the middle of the day sometimes. Dude. As soon as I feel like I start getting in a rut, yeah. like I'll even just go in the bathroom, bro, and like yeah. just sit there for like five minutes and yeah. just be like, all right, I got to get my thoughts back together. I think that's yeah. important. I do. I, I mean, think everything has that it's mental more important than It's more important than fitness. I can tell you that, again, like a lot of things we're talking about, like I wouldn't be able to do unless I had the mindset I had. So being able to strengthen your your Again, there's like a big saying out there. It's your body achieves what your mind believes, right? So if you can get your mind to, to believe something and that you're going to take it to the uncomfortable level, then your body will follow. Um, so yeah, mental health, again, I'm real big on it. Um, I talk like um, a lot about like I've been medicated now for like nine years since, since high school. A big part was like anxiety, you know, I went along with that. Um, I feel great, but I've had, I've lost people to suicide too. So I'm real big in like mental health, like gotta have your mind right uh because that's where it all starts between yeah. your ears and then, and then from there it's like the rest will follow yeah sure. man i think that we have the power to create a reality that we want i just don't think we uh are willing to take those risks and willing to do those things and for me man like again i i really you're very inspired you're like dude I, ne- I never knew all this about you right <laughs> you bringing up this bodybuilding and they made fun of crossfit and then you escaped that as well yeah, like you didn't yeah. stick around there 
no. you get what I'm saying? Like, no, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like that, sure. that you're like, hold on. Like you start to question the, yeah. the group you were with, you start to yeah. question their beliefs. Yeah. Like, you know what? Let me just check this out. Let me walk yeah. on that side real quick. Yeah. And then it's like, no, you know what? It's not what yeah. they're saying it is. Yeah. <laughs> this could help me. Let me, yeah. let me open, let me try it. Right. right. Let me open my mind. Let me just right. try it. Right. And you, you basically took a bunch of different ideologies and started to create Pat Bryan. Right. And right. don't, you're not worried about, you're not attached to one thing. No. And I used to attach myself to something. A lot of people do, man. A lot of people love gossip. A lot of people love talking shit on other people, but they never, ever even decided to talk to that person. You know what I mean? Like they, they hear about you and they're like, Oh, they automatically have, but they never sat down and talked to you before. They don't know where you've been. They don't know what what you've done with your life. Like they don't know that to me all the time, dude. Exactly. I I get it all the time. (laughs) I'm like, and that's why, like, if you ever watched any of my podcasts, the last one I wore like a tinfoil hat because I, I embrace, (laughs) I embrace like the, the criticism because the criticism to me is it it means, um, one, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm speaking something that not maybe anybody else is. I'm Mm -hmm. willing to admit when I'm wrong, Mm -hmm. I'm wrong a lot. Yeah. I'm wrong a lot. But the only way I find that out is if I talk about it. You know what I mean? Um, the only way what, you're going to get better. The only way you're going to get better is by doing it, just talking about it too. Like, I think I know a lot about fitness. Um, and like right now, uh, you've seen videos I posted, but I know that I'm probably going to post something one day and someone's going to be like, they're going to question it. And then I'll be like, well, explain. Like, let me learn from it then. Like, I'm not going to get defensive and be like, no, my way is the right way. Like, no, nah, nah, like, let me hear what you got to say uh, because that could make me better. Why am I wrong? <laughs> yeah, why am I wrong? Why don't, why am I doing this wrong? Don't tell me why. And then I can adjust. If you don't tell me why though, that means that you just know, which means you don't know why you're right. (laughs) You can't really justify why you're right. Um, And there's people out there like that. Everywhere in every single aspect of life. Dude, it doesn't matter. (laughs) It doesn't matter what it's always got, just like you have the the group of CrossFit and then bodybuilder and, where I'm on the outside looking at all of them, thinking they're all, they're the same thing. Right, right, right. Like I'm, I would never think that you were beefing. You know what I mean? Like I'm never. <laughs> I'm just like they're all, they're all yeah. just into fitness. All of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. And then even within that fitness group, then you have the little subgroups, which I think is yeah, pretty yeah. Uh, cool to think. Yeah. I never really thought about that. Yeah, yeah. Each um, one. I think the cool thing about like CrossFit itself, though, and like even Orange Theory is I got real. And when I believe in now, I love group fitness because it has a community aspect to it. And especially as someone who played sports and being part of a team, it's like, it's awesome. It's not just about working out, but you make a lot of friends. Um, It becomes a community. You start hanging out outside the gym with people. You make friends that honestly want to get better. They're in the gym too. They want to get better. Uh, And that was, again, like bodybuilding is lonely because a lot of bodybuilders, it's like, it's you, your headphones on and it's a one. It's it's awesome. You're going to find out a lot about yourself because you're alone and you're doing this by yourself. Uh, But the community of group fitness, I think really drags me into that too. It's like, it's cool. I hang out with a lot of people from the gym. We do events all the time. Um, we do member socials, we do group workouts today. We had a charity workout, uh, for one of our coaches bombs who passed away from Alzheimer's, like Alzheimer's. Like it was just great. Anyway, I'm, like, I'm sorry to hear she, that. Yeah, yeah. And she like, she just loved it. She, the, the woman who ran it for her mom, she coached the class and like, it meant so meant so much to her. And like, it was great to have that energy. Everybody there supporting people. 
and just having a good time and, and raising money for this person and yeah. just showing love really. Yeah. Communities cool. and communities are very important right now. So for you to have something like that yeah. is, is really, uh, it's really cool. It's hard to find yeah. these days because yeah. why I think community is important and having different aspects like that is because like, let me ask you, what else do you like to do outside of fitness? Let me ask That's you a good question. Cause a lot of people ask me that. <laughs> um, so my hobbies are probably one, I play a lot of golf, which sucks now because it's cold. Um, so that's not down that's here, dude. <laughs> I know, uh, but that's I play a lot of golf, and, and honestly, that's great for me because my brother does it. So my brother and I stay connected a lot through that. Um, but a lot of my friend, all the guys I grew up with, also play. So even if again, because lately, like I'll drink once or twice a week, but I might they might want to go out Friday and Saturday, and I'll be like, ah, man, I'm just gonna stay in tonight. You guys go out, have fun. We'll golf tomorrow, so I can still go hang out with them. Um, or whatever it may be. I do go out every again, every now and then have a couple of beers, but um, I'm not out there to get like wasted or anything. But so like last night we went out. So I definitely go out a little bit and socialize. Um, I'm trying to get into reading. Uh, I, I hate reading. So one thing I, I hate doing is reading. Uh, so I'm trying to get into reading right now. That's like a, something I really want to pick up. Um, the social media stuff, I'm trying to get it more on too. Cause I was just one of those people that was like scrolling all the time, just yeah, scrolling. Brother you're there just watching everybody else but why don't you actually post something <laughs> so i'm like dude i'm gonna create content i have some value i can help some people not just in the gym but help other coaches teach other people so why not do something so start creating videos um but yeah and then obviously like the gym is a big part of my life like besides work i mean just the gym is more than the gym the more it's the community it's, it's friends i make there um you know we hang out a lot so. The reason I was asking you what else you like to do, because like if you took your group of people at the gym yeah. and then you took them all at, at the gym, you guys are there for fitness. You guys are there for right, relationship, right. Yeah. but like all of you leave that gym and yeah. if all of you are going like you're going golfing where some other, like another one of them might be going to a book club. Another one might be yeah. going to church yeah. and that's, and, and they're coming from all these different places yeah. in life and doing other things. And then you come together and you're like, we're one it doesn't matter like outside yeah. of it like we are one in all of us no matter that we're into other things we have this one thing in common and that's common. yeah us. it brings us together man it's cool it's really it's really cool we have like days at orange theory and days like man, if i go to cross or whatever we're like you try to do your best like it might be like we're gonna test your mile we're gonna test your 500 meter row and those days to me dude are the coolest freaking days coaching because these people Again, doesn't matter what their background is. Doesn't matter what they do in their lives. For one hour, they are cheering each other on with no, nothing else in mind. Dude. Exactly, like man. People together and like supporting people, which is like seriously like a beautiful thing. Like, it's so good awesome. for this world. <laughs> it's so good for this world. It's yeah. like it, when people can can when you're confident in yourself, man. That's when you can start giving back to people. If you yeah. like, for me, I like I could I I couldn't. I could not root for somebody if I wasn't even rooting for myself yet. Yeah. So by the time I got comfortable with me, now I'm like, dude, I want to make, I want to build a community where everybody can yeah. like want good for everybody. Like, yeah, for sure. I, I and that's the way I want to see the world, dude. Like, I used yeah. to be a very negative person. I used to do yeah. things for the. I used I used to be a terrible human being, dude. And I'm <laughs> sure you know my, a lot of my stories. Yeah, I, I, I hear you. You know what I mean? Like I've done some yeah. terrible things in my life. Yeah. I've hurt so Bro, many I, people. I, I, honestly, I I was so happy just to hear that you're doing this. I, I, that you're doing this podcast. 
honestly, I'm like the biggest fan of people that turn their lives around. I know like there are a lot of guys out there. And of course, like I talk to guy, a lot of guys in the gym that I see probably grow up with that, that turn their lives around. They're now sober also. Um, and like, I'm their biggest fan, dude. I'm like, what do you need? I'll give you whatever tips you need. Like I'm here to help you because like you're, you're out here doing it. So I have a lot of friends that are here in recovery or sober and, um, a lot of guys at the gym too that I'm just like, yo, I'm, I'm your little do you know? I'm like, I'm some cheering for you the whole way, brother. I want to see this this workout. I hope this podcast is the next Joe Rogan, bro. <laughs> I, I really appreciate that. And that's the crazy part, right? Like, is I, I, a lot of this is inspired from watching like people like Joe Rogan's podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like when I was watching them, I'm like, man, I could really learn a lot about myself and other people in the world by having conversation because right now I'm scrolling through Facebook and like, like having conversations in a thread on Facebook and these people are like, there's context to there's context to things. And sometimes you don't see context on typed out words. So you like, if I call, if I texted you and I was like, um, I just said, (laughs) what's that? You got to get face to face. The That's world it, because I, I could text him and be like, what's up, bitch? Like, it's a yeah. joke, but you might read it like, what's up, bitch? And yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah, what, do you, yeah. what are you so angry about? It's like, no, man, yeah. I'm actually joking. But yeah. you can't see that through yeah. Facebook and people can yeah. read things out of context. Yeah. And then I was like, you know, I'm so afraid of judgment. And it all started the judge, just like you did, like with Facebook. And you're like, I yeah. scroll, but I'm not posting. For me, it was like, I'm so afraid of judgment. How do I overcome that? So right. I started posting on Facebook. That was my first thing. Yeah. And then I was like, I'm going to do a podcast. Yeah. And then all everyone I grew up with, it was like, yeah, I'll come on, I'll come on. And then I started it and they're like, yeah, dude, you know what? Uh, <laughs> you know, like, I don't want to really be on there. And yeah. I'm like, dude, fuck, man. So I only did a couple episodes last year, but yeah. this year I'm starting to, I'm like, you know what? I got to go out of my comfort zone even further. Yeah. I'm going to message people that I haven't seen in forever. I don't even know them, but right. they're posting something positive right. or they're just interested in talking. Yeah, man, so, you got to shoot your shot. You got to keep throwing it out there, just messaging people, DM people. And yeah, there's there's people out there that are they're definitely going to say, yeah, that are definitely. And I want to bring positivity, man. Like, I yeah. I know. And you were a, a, you were a wake up call with some of the things that you said to me. And I was like, you know what, man, like it does look like that's my goal. Yeah, I need it. I need like, what can I, it, it does look like that? Yeah. It never was to go. Yeah, down no, I get it. I get it. it never sure. was for sure. But. It looks like that from the outside. <laughs> it does, man. It's it looks, all good. It looks it's all bad, good. But that um, stuff will never benefit my life. So I try to focus on things that are going to make yeah. a positive uh, impact yeah. on my life. And that's really, and that's what I was like trying to say to you is like my value is in health and fitness. So coming on here, like I'll talk about health and fitness all day long, but that's where my value is. And anything else, like people probably don't care about or want to listen to me talk yeah, about. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I wanted um, to bring you on, dude. Because yeah, I, yeah, for sure. But I, going I, back. Going back to what you said about uh, face-to-face, man, I because I, I manage, um, you know, a lot of 20-year-olds and younger kids, and like just getting on, talking about getting uncomfortable is like people are just afraid to have conversations. They're afraid to get face-to-face, man. They're afraid to pick up the phone. Um, but we do it to ourselves, too, cause, and I think about it, too, because, like, if someone does call me, I'll be like, nah, bro, text me. Like, yeah. I'm, part, I'm part of the problem. <laughs> um, but there is beauty in having a conversation with somebody face to face. Like you, you get more, you know, the conversation is going to go a lot better. Um, but yeah, I think especially with these younger generations, 
it's just more and more technology, 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 technology. So yeah. people don't I want also, to have conversations. I also think that the a full conversation, it's very, uh, people are afraid to speak their true thoughts yeah. and beliefs yeah. because they're yeah. afraid of the uh, repercussions yeah. or what yeah. you're yeah. going to think. Yeah. And it's like, so those, a lot of times what we do is we say things, and I know I'm 100% guilty of this. Like I say yeah. things that I know you're going to like, mm. and they're the only words I'll use to yeah. anybody because I'm like, yeah, these yeah, are sure. what people want to see. So yeah. like if somebody was like, let's sit down and talk. If somebody asked me to do this five yeah. years ago before I got sober, I'm like, no way, dude. I only yeah, have like yeah. a vocabulary of 10 words and 10 thoughts. <laughs> you know, like what can I talk nah, to you about, dude? Nah, man, you're, you're good. You're well spoken now, man. I, I like it. It's good. <laughs> it honestly comes from my wife, dude. My wife, I owe everything to her, dude. She is that's great. She's that's an awesome. amazing person, man. She that's, that's really, amazing. Really is. Um, let, let me. I want to ask a couple more questions about um uh the fitness side. Yeah. Is sure. there like any food when you're looking at uh diet and nutrition? Is there any food out there that you're that you see people that will eat constantly because it's perceived as healthy, but it's not actually it's not really healthy. It's just marketed that way. And yeah, I mean, is there something out there you'd be like, you, you should probably stay away from this because it's marketed incorrectly? No, I feel you. Uh, and, and my honest answer is no. Um, I, I don't like to restrict many things from people. Like if I'm coaching people, again, it's more about like habit changes. So like I still believe and I, I, I for myself, like I need to eat ice cream three days a week and I need to like be able to go out my friends on the weekend. Um, but I also need to make the other time where I'm eating healthy. Um, so I, I try not to like restrict people from anything. It's like, again, what's going to work best for you? What foods do you enjoy uh, the most? Um, and I'm really, I'm not a big fan of like restricting people. And there's not many, many things like that either. Like, I don't uh, mean restricting. I mean, like, like, for example, no, I what, I, what I've read a lot yeah, about like, is uh, like a shot of vinegar, like, no, like non-fat or diet soda or like, yeah. Uh, lower fat. Like I, I've just read yeah. things that are like that's not really yeah. necessarily true. They're yeah. minimizing maybe the serving size, or they're minimizing this. Yeah, I didn't know if there was just something that stuck out to you so, that was actually real. And so yeah, to my knowledge, there's not much of that. And honestly, a great follow on like Instagram, Facebook, whatever. Uh, I, I like Lane Norton. This guy, Lane Norton, he talks about dieting and nutrition a lot. It's not my field either. My scope of practice, like I don't have a. Uh, nutrition degree so i i coach like i have a little certification to, like coach people on habit changes but when i, I for my scope of practice i try not to go too detailed to that either because like honestly it's not my like expertise for sure um but what i like about this guy lane norton is he's 100 science backed so it's all he takes studies he'll, he'll break it down for you um and for following him for many years it seems like what you're saying like for him and what he shows like a lot of it like isn't true like people will say drink a diet coke's bad for you and he'll be like no here's three studies that show people drinking diet coke and people not and they got the same results yeah um so uh, now he's a great follow uh but i i, I don't want to go into too much like detail like that because it's not my expertise <laughs> no, um, dude i appreciate sure. that <laughs> yeah. I, I do i really do and i, I but think there's a lot out there i mean everybody like, Again, that's just like the supplement industry. Like, it's just trying to get people to do the quick fix. Um, so, yeah, dude, I think what you're doing is, uh, I like that you keep bringing up habit. 
because I, I do, I am a, I am a believer in, uh, in like what your habits are, like what your everyday the habits routine, are, kind dude. of like what you are. Yeah. So like if that, if you don't like who you are yeah. or where you're at, you have to start looking at habits and not necessarily even just fitness. I think, I think that me and you almost have like the same goal and it's to help people progress in life by changing yeah. habits. Your niche, your niche is fitness right. where my niche or where I'm trying to take my niche is just in uh, the thought process and like philosophy yeah. and just like coming out of that comfort zone. Yeah. And I like to do things that are get people to just do that part mm-hmm. because I think that's a good step to even get to have to talk to you. Like, I think you have to really do that before you even start taking what you're saying seriously when it comes to fitness. Because if you're not here, nope. you're and, not. And it's just like nutrition, it's just like exercise, like habit changes are very, 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 very hard. When it like, comes to habit changes, what do you think or what do you hear or see or in your experience? Yeah. What's the biggest, um, I'll say excuse, or like, what's the biggest thing you hear from people as to why they can't do it? Yeah. Is there time. something? It's time. It's, it's always time. It's, right? Uh, yeah, right. It's always time. But to me and you, because we're, we, the way we think, it's not time. It's what we prioritize. We all have time. It's what do we choose to do with our time? Right. So a lot of people say, I don't have time to work out, but then they have time to watch Netflix. So they have time to scroll on Instagram or they have time to, I don't know, whatever it may be. Um, but, Goggins. Yeah. I think it was Goggins. I think it was Goggins that said uh, on Joe Rogan, he was like, uh, I don't think he said it on Joe Rogan. I think he called Joe Rogan or like texted him or something. And Joe Rogan read this. He's like, dude, Goggins texted me on my birthday. I was like, I hope you're not sitting know, on the couch yeah. eating cake. Did you ever see that? And yeah. he's like, I hope you're yeah. suffering right now. Yeah. I hope you're not. And I was like, and the one thing he said that I was like, wow. He said, um, a lot of people on this earth are here to just exist, to simply exist. And not, that I think that I was there for quite some time, dude. And it's, it's, you know, but how do you change that? Dude? Like how do you, cause you're a coach. So like, and now you're not even a coach of the people that are doing it. You're coaching yeah. somebody else to tell somebody to get yeah. to coach somebody yeah. else. Yeah. What are, what is your, what is the biggest thing? Like, how do you get them to, to be motivated? What is your, yeah. this? It's, it's gonna, it's gonna be, it's gonna have to start small. Um, like for me, like a big thing is like, win the morning i think your morning routine is really important like what do you do when you wake up for you um it might be gratitude journaling or it might be meditation but i think starting your day off right is is great um understanding that and someone again i, I this stuck with me whatever podcast or book i read is you don't have bad days you have bad moments so if you have a bad moment don't let that control your whole day um it's like a big thing for me um like you got to get back on track um again i play a lot of golf and tiger woods is like he has like a 10 step uh thought or a 10 step process whatever it's called he just said if i hit a bad shot i'm allowed to be mad but only for 10 steps so he allows himself to get it all out but then you got to get right back on track um through it so again a lot of it probably mental again we'll keep talking bring it back to like the mental in between the years but um you got to get yourself thinking positively you got to get yourself like believing that things can change. A lot of people don't, you know, they don't really believe like, all right, I'll go get signed up for the gym. But like, do you really believe you can lose that 30 pounds? Do you really believe, or are you just like trying? You kind of believe, cause you gotta, you gotta be, 
all you gotta be all in your thought process. I'm not saying you have to go all in on like keto or whatever we talked about earlier, but you gotta be all in. Like I can do this, and I understand I'm gonna struggle, but I can get through it. So you gotta make some kind of just habit changes that are gonna make you think positive, um, even when shit goes wrong. Mm-hmm. Like for sure. And for that, it could be again listening to podcasts, gratitude journaling, uh, reading motivationals, uh, books, whatever it may be. Again, I recommend to everybody the Goggins book. Like I recommend that to everybody. <laughs> it's like, listen, I listened to it actually. I didn't read it. I listened to it. I loved it because um, what he does in his podcast or the, the audio book that I listened to is he offers challenges throughout. And that's really cool for me is like week one, you're done chapter one. You need to do this. Week two, you're done chapter two. You need to do this. So he kind of helps you. Um, do that. And there's journals out there like gratitude journals. And they, again, meditation journals that every day, it kind of just asks you things. Um, and it just gets you to start thinking positively, right? Gratitude is the greatest thing ever. Like if you can start your morning off for what you're thankful for, you are going to start your day in a really good place uh, because we live in a world where people just don't take enough time to be grateful. That's, we all know that. Uh, <laughs> usually right. it's too late to be grateful for the things that we're grateful for That's um, right, man. For sure. and it, it is too late man and i and I, I i'm grateful that i got sober when i did man because i lost i lost my dad to pancreatic cancer last october yeah. my mom's going through breast cancer now just metastasized and like i wouldn't have been able to handle that crap dude back then yeah. no. and like today it's like I, I not only can i like handle it but um like i spoke at my dad's funeral you like can I, be there for them. You can be there for your family. You can be there for the people that need you. That's like you talked about. You're, you're bringing everybody with you. It's yeah. it's so, um, I don't know, man. I just, I have everything I need right now. And I know that like every day that it's just like that. And I think it, would, it all started when I became humble and was like, you know what? And when I say became humble, I mean starting to focus on the little things because I'd yeah. be the person that would go to the gym and be like, well, I can only bench the bar, but uh right. Maybe if I just do 145 once, people will see that. And it's like, no, I had to humble myself. Like, dude, I, that's not me yet. Yeah. I have to do the bar. Don't. I'm not worried about what people are yeah. thinking. And the plates will come after. Yeah. The ego is tough. Morning, the, it, ego dude, is, the ego uh, is tough, man. And, and, and fitness, the ego comes out the most. I mean, it, and that's where people get injured. And that's, trust me, yeah. I deal with it. I've been doing, I've been in the fitness. I've been working out consistently now for like 12 years, bro. And, there's still days where I'm like, I feel good today. I should probably throw in another plate. And then next thing I know, I feel like shit the next day. And I'm like, why? <laughs> like, it's a never ending battle. But. What's one thing when it comes to fitness and, and exercise that you were doing before that you were like stuck on that this is good, that you learned later that, you know what, that maybe not isn't good or this is the right way to do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is there anything you can think of? I, yeah, for sure. Um, recovery flexibility, mobility. So again, I love the fact that now when people do get motivated, they might work out four or five times a day, but if you don't take care of your body and allow it to rest the right way and allow yourself to take time to stretch um, and take time to work on your mobility, which is simply the way your body moves. Like when you squat, you deadlift. um, If you don't do that stuff, usually what's going to happen is a muscle that's not supposed to be doing, let's say like a squat, um, like your glutes are supposed to do a lot of the work, your butt's supposed to do a lot of the work when you squat. And if you don't have the right mobility or, or mechanics, the front side of your body might start doing more work than the backside. Eventually, that leads you to a really, really 
dominant front side and not a dominant back side, which is going to lead to some kind of injury because you're not teaching yourself to use the proper muscles. So like recovery, flexibility, uh, and mobility were really like the things I learned later in life um, after like bodybuilding for sure. Like when I started running and getting CrossFit more. And then obviously like you get older, like no, by no means do I think you or I are old, but I mean, I'm not 18. So like my body is going to take a little bit more time to recover. Like I got to start doing those things now so I can keep going for sure. And I think that that's directly a lot of the things I've been, been reading, man, is like dieting and exercise are like directly linked to like, there's a point in our life to where we start getting sick and stay sick. Yeah. So like diet and exercise can put us at a point where that time comes later. Yep. And the food that we are all eating, the, uh, the, 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 the um, amount of things that we have that entail us to do nothing to use it to distract mm. us gets to a point where like, the, I feel like it's happening earlier and earlier in age. Mm. And if you look at statistics, man, like obesity, dude, 42% yeah. of people are obese. Yeah. I'm considered morbidly obese right yeah. now. Yeah. Right. Like that's, yeah. and I, and when I look at myself, I'm like, all right, I'm fat. Yeah. I need to lose some weight, dude. But like, when I, when I'm looking at other people, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah no, for Dang. sure, for sure. So like, and that's what I'll, that's what I'll yeah. say to that. Don't beat yourself up because a lot of the things, which is like crazy, it was like BMI is like a BMI shouldn't exist anymore. Like I, I'm probably honestly obese because my body weight is is higher. Like I have more muscle, but my body weight's higher. My so my Correct. technically my BMI is higher, right? Um, so like BMI is thing of the past it's all about body composition how much i understand that but i'm definitely but i get you i get you i'm fat (laughs) like i need to lose weight but what i mean is like if i'm like if i'm if this is what uh obese looks like like how did we get to a world that's like i'm not really the average like i'm kind of right under that i think and like it's scary and so you got that dude you got heart disease 48 percent of uh of people have cardiovascular hypertension, yep. 47%, yep. arthritis, 24%. Yeah. And uh, if nuts. you look at the world, uh, I think it was NCI, uh, the, I forget what website I got this off of. I'll, I'll yeah. post it in the comments, but yeah. it's all linked to lifestyle. And when yeah. people say yeah. lifestyle, they're not thinking habits, but that's what it is. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. all linked to your habits. For sure. And if you yeah. look, it all started in like 19, around 1970 is when this spike happened, dude. And how do you think we uh, change that? Is there anything that like, cause I don't hear anybody talking about, let's focus on our health. Let's focus on, nah. let's focus on getting better nah, as, you're right. as a human instead you're of right. saying this is, you're going to get cancer. So like, yeah. look at our statistics for how we cure cancer now. Yep. It's like, no, I don't want cancer. I don't nah. care how much you're curing it. <laughs> nah, how right. do I avoid getting it? Yeah. How do I avoid yeah. diabetes? Like, yeah. Tell me, don't yep. tell me that you're treating it better. Yeah. 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 Don't tell me when it's too late. Um, and that's, yeah, that I saw something like that, like, like probably like a year ago and it stuck with me and it was simply the post or whatever I said is at some point or another in your life, you need to care about your health and it can either be your decision or it's not going to be your decision because either you can do it now and prevent it or one day you're going to go to the doctor and they're going to tell you something bad. And at that point in your life, you're going to have to do something rather than your choice to do it. Right. So that's something that stuck with me and that's exactly what you're talking about right now. But no, I agree, man. It's like, uh, again, I want to go down like the government rabbit hole, but like, yes, they should be focusing more on people's health and fitness for sure. If that, if 48% of America is obese, that's a 
big deal. That's a huge deal or 42% or whatever it is. Um, but, but it's a large 30% in 2000. Yeah. I think 30% I mean, in 2000. Yeah. I forgot yeah, cardiovascular um, like diseases for the number or like on the scale of death. But I know it's always like top 10. It like, is. It's, it's up there. Yeah. It's, it's up there, man. It's so, it's so scary, dude. And it's, uh, yeah. but that's why I started, I seen, I started to see you post in those videos. I was like, this is, this is beneficial, man. Like this is the stuff right. I need to see. And yeah. it was, it's crazy. Cause once I start doing this and I start, I'm starting to see more positivity out there and maybe it's the algorithm that got me, you know what I mean? But like, <laughs> I'm starting to see more positive stuff and I love yeah. it. It's I great. Love it. The one thing I'm, yeah. the one thing I want to ask you, dude, is your, your post that you have, they're not shareable. Do you know that? It's like I, I can't share your. I can't okay. like. I just so it. you know, I don't know how you change that, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's no button down there to hit. I can share. Do. I'm sure I can figure out that on Instagram or, or Facebook, whatever it may be. But yeah, I can definitely do that. Yeah, just uh, and that way, you, yeah, more people can see it because if you don't, that's my. I mean, that's my goal. My goal is to get people to share it again. Like, so if there's fifteen thousand arms theory coaches or fifteen thousand arms theories. I've been around for so long and I know so many coaches that now know so many coaches. So again, it's like a big social media web of people. I'm just trying to get people like, yo, use this and go make your coaches better. And, and like here, yeah. <laughs> so share it. Yeah. Make, for make sure. the uh, things shared. And what, what's your, um, so what, what's your Instagram handle yes. or and your Facebook yeah. stuff? Like how can people find you so that they can, yeah, uh, sure keep digging into the, the stuff yeah, that you're talking so about. Instagram's just Pat Brian Fitness. So it's my name, Pat Brian, B-R-Y-A-N, uh, and fitness. And then Facebook is Patrick Brian, my full name. Um, but yeah, Instagram is probably the easiest way to follow me. I'm on LinkedIn too. Uh, but Instagram, I, I want to try to do most of my posting on there. I post a lot of stories too uh, daily. Probably that's, that's probably my biggest platform for social media uh, is on Instagram for sure. Uh, are you... Are you possibly on Instagram posting and then like just automatically doing Facebook? That's what's that- doing it, I think. So I okay. need to so on Facebook. You you need to. F- I don't know what it is, dude. Because I'm not. The hardest part about all this, dude, is uh, the technology side. Like I'm not. I'm not good <laughs> You're at. You're learning. It, You're. Le- we're all learning, dude. It's, it's getting. It's getting a little easier. I just want <laughs> yeah, to let you know because I was like, I'm gonna comment on this to tell him, but then I was like, I'm gonna talk yeah. to him later, so I'll let him know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, man, I seen. I seen. You're. You're doing. I think that that's going to be beneficial to a lot of people. I think in today's world, especially now with everything going on, man, like keep doing what you're doing and don't let, uh, I'm, I don't need to be the one to tell you that, dude. You've been doing it your whole life, not worrying about what other people think and just doing it, man. And if anybody's listening here and like you just gave you all your, uh, a way to reach out to you, then I'm telling you, if you go and follow Pat, uh, he's got very motivational and, uh, and honestly, the things that you do are very simplified, which I like. Yeah. So yeah. like it's it's a very you take like uh, maybe a complex thing that looks comp- complex and you yeah. break it down into very little things that anybody can kind of do to yeah. figure out exactly how to do it. So that's, that's what coaching is all about. And that's what I'm trying to that's like my focus for this year. And, and most of the videos is uh, just effective communication, because a lot of people um, hear you. And again, like the post I put today is like it's not about what you say. It's what about other people do when you reaction uh, yep i love that for sure i for like sure. that man yeah definitely, I, definitely. I i really uh i really do and dude um i really appreciate you coming on man i enjoyed yeah. this conversation i hope you did um yeah, for sure i really do and if if you ever know anybody that wants to uh come on man just uh tell them to uh shoot me a text i'm gonna i'll give you my number too yeah for sure um, man. i appreciate it brother
I really do. Man. Is there Thanks for having me want? on. It's, it's honestly a great, it's a great, it's a great experience. And again, like, I think one of the coolest things about this is again, like you said in the beginning, I haven't talked to you in eight years, nine years, 10 years, who knows how long. And it's just cool to, to hop on here and then have a conversation. And yeah. Awesome. It is, man. It's, it's fun, dude. It's fun. I'm, I'm not here to, people think I'm here to attack people. I'm not here to attack yeah. anybody. <laughs> no, nah, man. I'm really not. I just want to have conversations with people, man. Yeah. I, I, I love having a conversation. Is there anything that you, uh, anything else that you want to, to, to bring up that I uh, didn't get touch on that you think is important? Nah, just like we said today, try to take a first step, whatever it may be like you're doing, like I'm doing, like we talked about your journey, my journey. Don't be afraid to do the thing you want to do. If you want to start a podcast, do it. Like, <laughs> especially if you're young, like, dude, just do it. Who cares if you mess up? Like, it don't matter. Like, it didn't cost you much to start the podcast. You got your mic, you got the setup, and you're good to go. Like, don't be afraid to take a risk. Like, for sure. You, you can just learn a lot about yourself. You'll get uncomfortable, and it'll pay off. Just go out there and get get after it, as Goggins would say, right? Get after it. <laughs> get after it. Get after it, man. I <laughs> I love it, dude. I love it. I love it. I, I came in here with uh, – out assuming I, – I, I, I tried not to assume anything about you, and uh, yeah. I'm – more than uh, uh i'm more than happy for you brother like yeah, i, I think it. uh you're an inspiration i think people should follow you i think people i think you uh have a uh can provide a lot of value to a lot of people brother thanks man right Keep back at up, you man. i can't wait to wait, can't wait to see the success of the podcast thanks man yeah. i uh wherever it goes it goes dude i'm just gonna try to do a little, uh, more episodes every week going forward yeah. so awesome. if you ever want to come back on dude uh you know just just let me know for sure all right, Sounds Pat, good. dude. Thanks again, brother. Have a good night. I'll talk to you. you too, man. See ya. for her.